following podcast is for mature audiences only. It may contain explicit language or content. If you are under the age of 18, Fortnite is calling you. Plus, this podcast will most certainly contain nudity, and you don't want to hear that. Welcome to the New with Tags podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Jamie. We are a longtime married couple enjoying the latest chapter in our lives. We hope that through sharing our personal insights and the advice we'd give our 20-year-old selves, we will encourage you to live your most authentic life wherever you are in your journey. Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a sexy podcast. And yes, there will be some fun and sexy stories while I wear my new tag lingerie. Let's get started. What are we waiting for? Carpe diem. Seize the day. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. How are you tonight? Great, thank you. How are you? I am doing very well, thank you. Good. It's I, a little chilly, though. It is, especially when you're wearing your 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 new tag lingerie. Yeah, because it's there's not much to this. No, and uh, it's a little uh, wisp of lace. A wisp, a wisp of lace. I'll describe it. Okay. And and I'll be frank. It's technically not new tags. It we did wear it one time when we were recently at Pearl and took pictures. So yes. you had them for the pictures, which we'll, we'll probably post one or two. Yes, but I haven't podcasted in it or Correct. actually worn it at home. It's the first time you've worn it. Yes. So the the outfit is hot pink. Mm-hmm. It's lace. Mm-hmm. It's a halter top. Mm-hmm. It plunges down to the navel. To my belly button. Yeah. And it has a, a ribbon that goes around it. But not, at, not at, all the way waist, it's at the waist. At the waist. And on the back is a it's kind of a cross between a racer back and a tee back. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. And actually, something you're wearing that is different than normal, you do have blue accents in your hair. I do. That looks very nice. Thank you. You've had so many compliments on it, I but have. it looks great. It's underneath most of your hair, so it's not always out, but tonight you have it kind of flared and it looks fantastic with the pink. Yeah. So maybe we'll take, we're going to share some pictures that we did actually down at Pearl. On our Instagram, but I'll do one here with my hair so that people can see the blue hair. Yeah, it's very nice. A couple of years ago, it was blue and purple and green underneath. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since I've had some color in my hair. So I thought it would just be fun. But yeah, I've gotten a ton of compliment compliments on it. I'll be out at a store and people will be like, I love your hair. Like, it's just crazy. So it's fun. I like it. It's a nice pop. But actually, that color looks really good with that outfit, too. So... I'm ready to think about that, yeah. A little contrast, yes. A little contrast. I like it. So what have we been up to lately? What have we been up to? So the last podcast we released, we recorded in December, but we didn't actually release it until January. Correct. So what have we been doing? Since we recorded last, we had two couples over for New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. We Um, had an antibody party. We did. They all already had covid so it was nice. We played games for hours, mm-hmm. just fun, vanilla-ish games. <laughs> Anything from Cards Against Humanity to not truth or dare games, but they were kind of learning about people's past in a very provocative kind of way. So much fun. It was very, very telling. We learned some stories that about each other that we didn't even know. Yes. So that was kind of funny. It, it, we drank, I drank a lot. Yeah. <laughs> We Quite were doing mini beer shots during yes, the games, we and I love that. In fact, I've got 43 sitting here next to me because I was drinking it before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love 43. But we had, a, we had a great time with those friends, and we had a spontaneous trip to Pearl. We did. By spontaneous, I think we decided like on a Wednesday, and 
Then went, we went the, the next week. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we just got back a week ago. Yeah. But, so it was one of those you're actually making a little shift in your career. And so we figured you're going to be down on some vacation time for a little while. So we were like, how do we get away before before it happened? Before so. that happened, and like we had airline points and free trip, and so I think it cost us the cost of our transportation to and from Pearl and parking. That's the way we should always do it. It is, but unfortunately, that's not <laughs> the way it always is. No, it was nice that way. Didn't it, was, it? it was a really short trip for us this time, though. Shortest I was not, we've had to there. Yeah, I just. I haven't decided if I liked it or not. I mean, I liked the trip, but I don't know. I really kind of like a week, and we only went for like five days. We went on a Wednesday and came home on a Sunday. So, I mean, we had three full days. And it was rainy or cloudy all but one day, which isn't horrible, but it just makes things seem a little different. It was overcast most of the time. It really was. But it was nice. We got to connect with some people that we knew from before. Mm Mm-hmm. And met some new friends, and met which some was new fantastic. Friends. It's uh, Swingers Month at Pearl, and they allow a third. Plus ones. Plus ones, yeah. And um, it was it it was interesting, the dynamic. I still haven't quite figured it out. They were the two couples that we met down there that had a third with them. It was more of a, a unicorn coming along with them, right? I mean, these weren't true triads. They weren't poly at all. And so it just, I don't know how to interact with that dynamic. I i just struggle with it. I, it. You'd think, I mean, this is our third interaction with a third, and I just don't quite know what to do with it. I, we had a great time. I mean, this was, this was very much the uh, social part of the social swingers that we are. Yeah, a lot of talking. Actually, Pearl, for whatever reason, really wasn't prepared for the plus one. They couldn't even seat people. <laughs> it was it was a lot. There so, were some things about that trip that made me a little, little odd. But we made it back before the new um, COVID testing we requirements. Did. So <laughs> that was nice because that actually came up right as we were getting ready to leave. And I'm like, ooh, we'll be back. That's good. I wouldn't have been so worried about it. But you know, we came home and we, I we quarantined ourselves for the week and we're good about mask wearing and hand washing when we were out, when we went through the drive-thru or whatever. We even had our groceries delivered. So we were responsible citizens. And I mean, neither one of us feel the least bit off at all. Which is good. So, which was really good. It was a fun trip. And we'll talk a little bit more. Um, We actually got our idea for this podcast while we were down there. We did. Because we podcast about our experiences. Unfortunately, we didn't come back with any really sexy stories. No. But that's okay. You know us. We can't really close the deal. Actually, that's not true. We didn't even have any deals to close, and it was great. I mean, yes, we had great conversations. Oh, we had we had a great time. And our last night there, I'm. It took me the rest of the week when we got home to recover. To recover. <laughs> Which... the, one of the couples we met, we laughed, drank, and talked in the hot tub till f- four in the morning. Yeah. Well, it was three thirty, and then we decided maybe we'd go get food, but the food had already closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it was. Just it was, laughing. It was yeah. good to laugh. It was really it's been good. It's a long laugh. time with this last year of really laughing. Yeah. We both needed that. Yeah, we did. And and I was, you know, as the ambivert trying to get a little bit of my alone time and it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Bless bless their hearts. Yeah. Um our friends. Our friends. And and you know, we don't we don't, we don't see get to them. see them, so we want to talk to them. So and... it's really hard to be like, Would you just leave me the fuck alone? You should um, know better than to try to sleep and nap by the poolside. I know. 
Yeah, but I really didn't want to go down on the beach. I just wasn't feeling it. It was cold that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was literally covered up with a towel taking my nap in my my lounge chair. You know, it's it's not such a bad thing to have people who want to spend time and talk to you. So, oh, and they're such wonderful people. We yeah. don't get to see them often, but maybe they'll make it this way. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more about them in the next segment yeah, because it was just while it was Swingers Month at the resort, it was maybe even more obvious the spectrum of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a lot of really good play in the beds this trip. Yes. Best voyeur experience we've had there in a couple of trips. Mm-hmm. That's true. That was really good. Anything else that we've been doing? This is random, but we binged watched a show that was fantastic. It was on HBO Max mm-hmm. called Flight Attendant, starring Kaylee Cuoco. I just remember you going, she is a fantastic actress. I was just, I mean, I like her, mm-hmm. but I've seen her in the... Fluff stuff. Yeah, just really flighty. And the thing about the character she plays in that little mini series is the character is kind of has this underlying flightiness. But then there's, from an actress's standpoint... Lots of depth. Oh, tons of depth. And I just, I was just flabbergasted. Really, honestly, think she deserves an Emmy. And I rarely, rarely, rarely ever say that. No, you don't. If you haven't seen yep. it, there's eight episodes. It's great. Mm-hmm. Really, in, uh, highly encourage people to binge watch that. The other thing is just, you know, we are getting ready, ready, getting ready. It's the end of January and I'm looking forward to our July trip already. Yes, we are. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're going, days. Yeah, I know we're headed to Antigua with uh, Richard and Lauren in the room 77 uh, podcast folks and several other friends, and several other friends. Let me tell you, oh my heavens, there are some really, really sexy people. Uh, Dave and, and Andy and yeah. us, Dave and Andy from Double Date Nation are going to be there. They're one of the sponsors. And yeah, there's three other couples that we know that are smoking hot. Um, so that's my motivation at the gym for the next six months. There you go. So, and it's been, the, the last couple months haven't been very friendly to me. So I'm going to get back to the gym. Join us July 11th through the 18th at a beautiful resort in Antigua, 365 beaches, one for every day of the year. And hopefully is that many sexy people will be there too. Here we are. We're in January. There's really only one kind of social media thing that we can talk is. about. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, it was a unifying force after the election and, and all of the shenanigans around that. But uh, we have to talk about the Bernie memes. Yes, there's so many. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen such extremes on a person. What do you mean? Of memes. I mean, usually memes are down a theme. This is all over the place. Yeah, where can you put Bernie? Just for the off chance that somebody's listening to this 10 years from now, and they have no idea what we're talking about. Bernie Sanders was at President Biden's inauguration, and he was it was cold. And so he had on these brown kind of zigzaggy striped mittens, and his arms are crossed, and he's sitting in a folding chair with his legs crossed, and he's got this kind of winter jacket on. And they have turned that into every possible genre of, um, of a meme. I can name a few that I've seen. I know you've seen a whole lot more, but mm-hmm. I've seen everything from Bernie in front row of strip clubs, like between a girl's legs, to that was a, that was a good one. Yes, to um, him playing guitar in the background of the Rolling Stones. Well, I didn't see that one. And um, he was playing chess for Queen's Gambit oh, against and Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. Queen's Gambit. I saw him. 
Oh, on the bench with Forrest Gump. That one was funny. It was actually. It looked natural. I saw him in a beautician's chair with Dolly Parton doing curlers at Susan Steel Magnolias. Mm-hmm. I saw him on the ledge next to Deadpool as Deadpool's reading. Mm-hmm. Just everything possible. I think, uh, oh, we have the video of somebody superimposed the scene from Ghost with the pottery wheel with Demi Moore and hands around, but it's the gloves around the with mini. the mask. Yes. Yeah. Just fun. Um, I did like the one where he's in the chair being thrown by Bobby Knight from many years ago. Yeah. Personal favorite of mine. Personal favorite. Yeah. So uh, those are just some I've seen and just humorous. Usually no words, which is even better. It's just a picture. Just just pictures. How amazingly creative are people? It's pretty amazing. And then the sexy podcast version, I have seen him on the wall at Hedo and in the middle of the hot tub in the advertisement for Desire Pearl. Yeah. So those are kind of funny. It has been a very unifying time uh, on the internet. Healing. It was healing. But really, truly, you know, we've talked about my Facebook feed being full of extremists on both sides of whatever political ideology, and they were all posting really Mm -hmm. funny Bernie Sanders memes. He's the most popular person to ever lose in the primaries, I think. (laughs) It's true. That's true. The other thing I will mention, because I am on TikTok. Yes, you are. You know, I get down these rabbit holes. So there's, you know, cat TikTok and dog TikTok TikTok and kink TikTok. But there's actually Ratatouille TikTok. And so basically since March, the creators on TikTok have created a Broadway-type musical around the animated movie Ratatouille. And some of the people who are starring in them are Broadway actors because, you know, they can't work. And so this went on for months and months and months. And unfortunately, because of both our trip and because of the end of the year and holidays and craziness, I never actually got to see it. It's driving me crazy. But they raised like $2 million for charity that supports people who are in the entertainment industry who can't work right now which I think is an absolutely wonderful way to give back for folks. Speaking of TikTok and music, we did hear over the holidays when our daughter was home, there was some music. You're like, oh, I know this song, and you kind of start singing along. It's pretty out there music. And our daughter goes, how do you know this? This is on KinkTok. And you kind of brushed over it, you know, oh, you know. We Gen Xers have really weird music on our TikTok. Yeah, that was was your, your thought. And then my thought is, well, our daughter's on Kink Talk too. I actually no, I actually said something. I'm like, and how do you know about Kink Talk? Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, I liked somebody's something once, and so it just you know keeps popping up on my for you page. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there'll be something genetic with that one going I'm on. I'm sure there probably is mm-hmm. someday. I'll so. never be able to talk to her about it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but we likely have more in common than she would ever want to know. So, on that note. Anything else we need to talk about in this first segment? I don't believe so. I think we're good. So we're going to hear from you a letter to your 20-year-old self. Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) And then we'll move into our next segment. All right? All right. right, Let's go. Dear Paul, although you have established relationships with many groups of friends in college, 
dorm friends, apartment friends, classmates, extracurricular activity friends, and even friends with benefits. You are yet to truly find your authentic relationships. That will come many, many years from now. It will come after you've encountered and gradually understood the vast spectrum of alternative lifestyles. That spectrum will range from what you know now to beyond things that you've even yet to imagine. You will come across friends that will label themselves somewhere in the LGBTQ community and will span a diverse group of relationships in the lifestyle community. I know you don't know what either of those mean now, but you will. Once you do learn of these communities, embrace them and enjoy the diversity, uniqueness, and joy that each relationship brings. You will learn so much from each uniqueness. You will bond equally with the lifestyle community you will come to know and love and will also bond with what you'll self-describe as lifestyle adjacent. In fact, this group will become some of your closest friends. Cherish these friendships as they will get you through difficult times in your life and they will provide you with so much joy and laughter in the process. So as I mentioned earlier, this topic came up during our trip to Pearl just a week ago. And I can remember talking to some new friends and I'm like, oh, we have got to do this in the next podcast. And I was really pretty drunk, but I remember a lot of it. So I was really proud of myself. But we got talking. This trip, it seemed like I saw more of the spectrum of people in the lifestyle, even though it was put out as sort of Young Swingers Week or Young Swingers Month. And so we were talking about as we were prepping for this podcast that while it seemed more acute to me, like I seemed more in tune to it, maybe because it was more new people, people we didn't know. Um, I, I'm not sure why, but as I look back on other trips, I can see that same kind of spectrum then. And when I say spectrum, what I'm talking about is I think you know, most people who use the label lifestyle would say a full swap couple in the lifestyle, soft swap couple in the lifestyle. Those are the things that people can like completely agree on. And I think people self-identify and self-label with those. But toward the other end of the spectrum, as you kind of move away from that to the less involved, right? You have parallel play and exhibitionism and voyeurism. And all of those things I see, particularly at places like Pearl or Hedo, are, I, I call them lifestyle adjacent, but I think they're really the lifestyle. I think it's all kind of part of that. And then going kind of the other way from full swap, you kind of have hot wifing in triads and and polyamorous relationships. And, and I think that whole big spectrum is what falls under this big umbrella called the lifestyle. I just seem to really dawn on me much more this trip than another. I, I, I still can't explain why. Mm -hmm. I think it was more prevalent. We had many more deep conversations. I mean, we kind of call ourselves social swingers, you know, just we're very whatever in any given time, you know, we cover the gamut by ourselves, but we really connected well with vanilla-ish couples. They really weren't, you know, they were somewhere in the spectrum. One actually used the words that were in the lifestyle, but more the exhibition voyeurism, mm -hmm. flirtation and sexually overt conversations. Mm -hmm. And the other one right up front introduced themselves, we're not in the lifestyle. And we had the same conversations. So- mm -hmm. How people identify, and even when we first got in this journey, our first trip to some place like that, we considered ourselves not in the lifestyle. Well, we hardly knew what the lifestyle. We was. didn't, not until so, we left. 
That's not true. So we got there and we saw. I mean, I you mm-hmm. know, again, I didn't I didn't really know what that meant. And we knew immediately we just liked the sexually charged energy. It charged us. Mm-hmm. Our story is not all that unique. No. You know, well, and even more women bringing their husbands or finding it for their husbands. I thought that was really interesting this trip. But, you know, a lot of people going, I like to be naked outside and I like to be in a place where I can be in, in that sort of sexually charged environment. And that's a lot of the reason why people either go there full stop. That's why they go there or they go there sort of as a start. That's why they go there the first time. And then they sort of have their eyes opened or, you know, they understand that there's this whole other thing out there and that takes them down a different path of their journey. Leo and Roxy, who we spent a ton of time with. Oh, my gosh. Such fun, fun people. They extended their trip. I know. I thought that was funny. Um, It doesn't surprise me. Mm -mm. They've been many, many, many times, though. Oh, yeah. Actually, they started out as nudists, like truly nudists, like going to family nudist campground. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as their journey progressed, they wanted sort of that more sexy, not family friendly environment, you know, so that's partly why they started going to Pearl. And I can remember her saying, you know, people don't take no for an answer and, you know, but they think they'll flip them or... They've they've talked about that a lot. And and I laugh because I'm going to be honest, if I didn't know them, just the way they talk, the way they act, right? Like, I would never guess that they weren't completely full swap 20 years into the lifestyle. And so I think that's what throws people kind of for a loop. Comfortable. Oh, they're so comfortable. But some of the most provocative conversations mm-hmm. I've ever had there, huge flirts, mm-hmm. huge flirts. But so the spectrum, we actually saw a lot of- Four couples four, plus one. Four plus ones. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm really going to talk to two of those mm-hmm. threesomes. The, the two who we got to know were, they brought a unicorn along with them. And, you know, that was interesting. It was both of the unicorns first time at some place like that. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was kind of fun to see how they saw things. That was really interesting. And again, of course, I think, you know, those, those two couples that we talked to with that brought the unicorn with them, they would say they're in the lifestyle. Yes. It's just such a big, diverse group. And I think we harm ourselves with the labels. We do. Even though I think it's human nature to label. I think it helps us pigeonhole things and people and know what to expect. I think we're just looking for what Mm -hmm. do we expect. I I thought it was interesting. We we mentioned Roxy and Leo, Uh that every time they go, I mean, that's the first thing they say to somebody to set the expectations, which I appreciated with. And they were surprised. They told them where we are, but we, we had some of the most fun with them. They're like, well... You don't have to spend their time with us. I'm like, well, we love spending time with you. I thought that was an interesting take. I think she said, like, you don't need to waste your time, yeah. something like that. And I'm like, but we're we're not about the notches on the bedpost. That's just not our style. And so, again, I'd much rather get to know people and, you know. And- I, th- I think our last two sexcations we've had, <laughs> we've each had, well, we've had sex once and it was just with us and barely that in a whole week mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not how they were designed to go but we had so much fun if it happens it happens yeah and and that's not again that's not why we go and that's not Mm-mm. that's not our end game it's just not our end game well as we're talking about the spectrum mm-hmm. i mean even beyond that spectrum or a piece of the lifestyle fits in the lbgtq spectrum too we're kind of a alternate lifestyle adjacent i guess in that in that mix i don't know that we fit there and in our dynamic being in the lifestyle is different barriers to entry for those in that community. 
we can be covert about our interactions and they can't because uh-huh. you know they, they've made great strides and fought for their cause whereas we in the lifestyle have not so much but it would be interesting to see how the lifestyle transforms in the public opinion over the next 10 years yeah 10 to 20 i think and you know i don't want to even remotely put myself into the same category no. as gay lesbian trans people still but certainly even 20 years ago you pretty much had to be in the closet again we can pass we can be out having dinner with another couple and nobody even bats an eye though our servers frequently catch on but that's usually the conversation we have yes you know that's always a differentiator again i i would not put our struggles anywhere near that same no no But it wasn't until people started really coming out, showing their faces, being really fighting and advocating for their lifestyle, for for their lifestyle, for who they are. Hmm. Um, Their authentic selves, which is a similar fight. Uh, But I I think until more people understand ethical non-monogamy, I mean, it's kind of like what happened when that club got busted out in California. I mean, there were 100 people at this club, 90 cops, and, you know, the articles were all about the tawdry, sensationalized part of the lifestyle, right? You know, oh my goodness, there were beds and condoms everywhere. And I hate that that's what makes the media, but sensationalizing anything is what the media does, right? They Any they, topic. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. But I haven't made a TikTok because we don't show our faces. Mm-hmm. We don't own any of our social media. No. And so I'm guilty of not being out there putting up the good fight or fighting the good fight. And I am thrilled with the people who we personally know that are. Their faces are out there. This is just mm-hmm. who they are. And it will take more people being like them. And and for people to understand, you know, we've we've talked about Gracie before and you know, in, in the last conversation we had with her husband. Your friend Gracie, yes. I really honestly believe she thinks that we have sex with every person we meet and we're literally putting the notches on the on the bedpost. Like, she doesn't have a clue. Mm-hmm. And until people start to understand that it's not the keys in the fishbowl. Mm-hmm. It's the community. It's the community. And, mm-hmm. and there are people out there that are about notching their bedpost. And that's okay. That's okay. Most of the people that we happen to know and have met are not that way. Mm-hmm. It's probably because like attracts like a little bit, That's right? True. I'm not going to be interested in people who I sense are just trying to get me into bed. Right? That's a not a little bit. Well, no, that's it's not. No. If that's the only thing. No, no, that's actually not true. Um, I can be slutty like none other, and I can be flirty and I can do all of those things. But ultimately, it's about the relationship. So it'll be interesting. I don't think we get very far in the next ten to twenty years unless. More people out there talking about the reality of the lifestyle and breaking apart the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. There's some media talking about the topic. Different famous people been on documentaries and so forth, but nobody talks about the community or very seldom do they talk about the community and just the natural openness and authenticity people have. I think that's something that has to get to the root of that before people will be accepting of it. 
So I think this is going to be a pretty short podcast. Yeah, short for us. Short for us. I think it's about time to uh, take our listeners to the uh, sexy story. I think so. Let's go to sexy story time. Sexy story time. Yay, it's sexy story time. It's always my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> this sexy story is just from like a month ago. It is. Yeah, New Year's Eve. We don't usually have recent stories. <laughs> not, They're not, not these. Not by any stretch chronological, no. but this one was no. fairly recent. Yeah, it was fairly recent. What a great weekend that was. So we had our friends Lois and Clark come down and spend the weekend with us. And they got to see the insanity that was Jamie trying to prepare food for an army an army because that's how i was raised if there's just enough food there's not enough food so you always have to have lots of food so i cooked almost all afternoon off and on doing different things and we had just pulled sort of all the stoppers i mean we even bought balloons and streamers i think we all were looking for decorations yeah we just wanted something to be done yes so we sat down to eat and it was at the time lois and clark and you and i because the other two were running a little bit late. And so we sat down and we were eating and my wingman and her husband came. I was Yay. so happy. Um, it has been forever since we have seen them. A long time. A long time. So we we sat down and we ate. I really had forgotten how much I liked her. I mean, that sounds really crazy. In my head, I know like, oh, I really like her. Just like everything about her. And, but when I saw her, I was just like, Oh, like I missed you. And the drunker I got, the more I told her how much I missed mm-hmm. her, which was a whole thing. It was so, a stereotypical uh, drunk person talking to the other was, person. I missed you so much. I love you, man. So anyway, we sat down and we ate. We just ate and started drinking. Um, and that was like at seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a long night. From an alcohol standpoint, I had a lot. We were drinking Long Islands. Imagine that. Imagine that. And playing games. And we played games for three or four hours. I mean, it was, I remember it was like 1130. I'm like, it's almost like, it's getting close to midnight. We need to decide what we're going to do. So that was, was so fun. much fun. Mm-hmm. Played Cards Against Humanity. And there were several other games that we played that were just sexually provocative. Mm-hmm. I think is the best word to describe it. It just got the conversations rolling and it was fun. Laugh out loud. You know, the winners would drink the mini beers. So yeah, yeah there's a lot of alcohol consumed. Oof. Oof, I drank a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I drank a lot of alcohol. And I remember 11.30 to about 12.30, but that was the time at which I was at the height of my inebriation for the night. Mm-hmm. But we figured out what I say. We had I had like 18 shots or something. During the course of, yeah, well, we were up a long time, but you, you paced it, fortunately, or you would have passed out. Well, but I mean, I really, I didn't drink much after midnight. That's true. It was like, uh, I took a drink upstairs, but I did not actually have any more to drink. Um, You're not built to consume a lot of alcohol, I don't no, think. No, no. But I obviously can hold my own. I you am can. no lightweight. No. I am no lightweight. Yeah, we played cards and had a good time, and it was about 11.30, 11.45. And so the ladies went up and changed into some lingerie. Yay. Yay. And I didn't wear stockings. and It was a big thing for me because I didn't like the way it looked without stockings. I was in that repeat, repeat, repeat mode. And I can say it and you can't. So just mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut. Good answer. And I learned. You did. And so we rang in midnight. 
I I yelled Jumanji. I think I was the only one who actually understood what I was. I that was on purpose. That wasn't because I was drunk. Because I really wanted to get out of the game out of yes. twenty twenty. And then Lois offered to show off her dancing skills. Her lap dancing skills. Her lap dancing skills. For it was her a little husband, more than lap. Oh uh, yeah, it was exceptional. Yeah, it was. It both wow, was, so yeah. hot. She just can move like this. Move fluidity is. Yeah, it's. It's crazy. I just look at her and go, there's no way I could ever do that. Like, I just, Mm-mm. she's sexy when she does it. It's and sensual. It's very sensual. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hot, but it's glides. Mm-hmm. Just, it was pretty, pretty amazing. But she was the center of attention. We, we kind of have a couch where the rest of us were sitting around the couches and. You were sitting to my left. Clark was in a chair kind of in facing the rest of us. Lois's husband. Yeah. Lois's husband. And so Lois was dancing for Clark and then you were to my left and my wing woman was to my right and then her husband was mm-hmm. next to her so we were sitting on this couch up in our up in our bonus room she danced for him she she had her own amazing playlist I felt pretty good I had a playlist that lasted five hours and we didn't even get through it mm-hmm. before then but she had her own I don't know she had 20 25 minutes she was dancing it was just very erotic mm-hmm. it was all Clark could do to contain himself but he was undressed i think by the end of that uh dance or pretty close to it but she worked her way and worked the crowd of just touching and seducing each and every one of us mm-hmm. in turn yes which was pretty pretty amazing mm-hmm. it's just you could just watch it was one of those i just have to shut my mouth and watch what's going on because that's mm-hmm. really 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 cool yeah and when she was dancing i would just sort of lean toward um my wingman and i'd be like this is just so fucking hot and I would just come back because we were all kind of squished under the couch. Darn. And so like I was squished between you and her. It was, it's a good it was, place for it you to be. It was a happy place little for little sandwich. Me. It was a little sandwich. Yes, it was a sandwich. And then you two interacted a little bit, you and your wing woman. Yeah, Ooh. but first I went over to, so when Lois was dancing for everybody over on the couch, mm-hmm. I felt kind of bad for Clark. Oh, it's true. Because <laughs> he was just sitting You did sitting entertain there. Clark. I did entertain Clark for a little bit. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Superman had a good day. So, yes, you did. Yeah. I'm just a giver that way, I guess. You are. It was fortunate for me because your wing woman made her way my way. So, <laughs> I kind of like that, you know, during the course of that evening, we kind of moved interspersed amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. but the others would watch any interaction. And it was kind of fun just to see you and Clark, you and the wingman's husband, you and the wing woman. <laughs> that was hot. You and. Uh, Lois mm-hmm. uh, and combinations thereof yeah. throughout the evening. You know, yeah, that was just it was it was the people on the people at one point, it which was, was pretty pretty fun. People, so Lois really sort of just set the mood. I mean, she just set the mood. She's an instigator. Her playlist, <laughs> her playlist was spot on, point, on, and I can remember I was on the I moved back over to the couch and. I was kissing my wing woman and we were just, just slowly enjoying being with each other. It was this really sensual. Captivated the room. It's, Four of us were just watching intently at that. I'm like, this is really, really When we hot. were on the couch? I know mm-hmm. when, when oh, we were on when the you floor. Were, yeah, it, all over we watched. But. <laughs> we were all over the room. It was it was pretty damn good. That actually. was the one thing I liked about three couples interacting is I got to watch more than Norman. I got to participate a whole lot, but it was fun to just see the different people that we know so well enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. Yeah. And so it's funny. Like I rem- remember, 
I say big chunks of that because it was so fluid. I don't remember how things transitioned. Right. It, it was, was just sort it was of organic. All it just happened. Fluid. So after I got done making out with the wing woman on the couch, you know, I think that's actually when Lois and Clark were down on the floor. Mm-hmm. And as were you. <laughs> well, now wait a minute. So he had on his bucket list. It's true. That he wanted to have one woman sitting on his face, one woman riding his cock. And so Lois and I thought we could probably make that happen. <laughs> and you did. And we did. That was really. It was really hot. Mm-hmm. It was really hot. And it's, you know, having talked about the the yoga chair, mm-hmm. the bukkake, it was fun being able to make that Happen for him. Mm-hmm. I was perfectly happy to write his nice cock. It was great. Bonus that it checked Bonus. something off of his list. Yeah. Did you kiss Lois? Oh, yeah. I thought you were making out with Lois while she was writing Clark's face. And, and you. you and... Came... Yeah, it was, it was kind of like hands and people on the people. That was pretty cool. None of this was like a real transition, so there was no break. So I can't go and then, you know, it's... But I remember being on top of my wing woman on the floor. We were laying on the floor and I was making out with her. And I mean, it was just, yeah, that was. And it was you and Lois and your wing woman for for one mm-hmm. point on the floor. Oh, yeah. The three of us. Yeah. And we all migrated back to our spouses mm-hmm. and all watched each other individually for amazing shows, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, my wing woman and her husband, that was a really good show. It was the finale, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Was it the finale? Well, one of them. Well, yeah. But I mean, I don't think it was, I don't think they finished <laughs> they, last. They did all the fireworks then. But, and yes, it was, but it was really hot to watch. It really was. Yeah. I mean, I was wonderful. I got to kiss everybody and and play and touch everybody. It was that's the nice thing about being a woman. I was certainly feeling it in my fluidity. You were. Um, yes, you were that night. But I'll be honest, she always brings it out in me. She does. My wing woman always brings that out in me. Always pulls me to that side. It's from the moment you see her. Mhm. She walked in the door. Mhm. It and <laughs> Like it is crazy every time. Yeah, it's crazy. You two light up when you see each other. Yeah, and and I adore her as a person. Both couples that we were with, just they're good friends, but they're fun to play with too. Oh yeah, yeah, they are fun to play with. It was a really, it was a really good night. And by by the time we finished, my wing woman and her husband don't live too terribly far, and we had offered them just to stay. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'm sober now. <laughs> he had quit drinking well a little before midnight, actually, and he didn't have that much to drink. This was three thirty in the like morning. Three thirty. Mm-hmm. We fell into bed, and that was it. But it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm really glad we did that. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really glad we did that. It was it was a great time. It was great fun just being with people. So I just gotta say, I I was talking to the husband, mm-hmm. her husband. <laughs> what I call him, like, and I'm like, we sh- we could really give you names, and he's like, no, I really kind of like your wing woman and her husband. I'm like, okay, so you'll be her husband. That works. Yes, she will. So it's not. I I feel I always feel a little bad because <laughs> I haven't given him a real pseudonym, but he likes it. So you know, oh, you I'll made give it. Him what you he made likes. it up to him in more than one way. I think I like to give him what he likes. You you hurt. You're a true true I'm a, giver. I'm a giver. I am a giver. It's totally altruistic, I can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a hardship. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So it was a great night. 
it was we we played more on New Year's Eve and New Year's than we probably did most of the rest of last year. <laughs> like it, was, it was a good night. <laughs> it was a really good night. I wouldn't quite go as okay, far as that because yeah. But anyway, so it was a it was a wonderful night. It was great to have them here. So uh, Lois and Clark and my wing woman and her husband. Special places in my heart. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the fun. Um, glad we got to check something off of Clark's bucket list. And on that note, you've kind of made it up to me because I, Have I I'm kind of sitting here, you know, thinking that that was a really, really, really okay, sexy good. night. I so have our friends to to you, thank for turning yes, the corner from you, me being yes, shut out tonight. You can thank Lois and Clark and oh, there's and hope. My wing your 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 wing woman is my wing woman too <laughs> now. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. All right, let's play. Let's play. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the New with Tags podcast. We love having you in our tribe. Follow us on Twitter at New with Tags Pod. Or you can email us at newwithtagspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find sexy pictures of Jamie on Instagram as newwithtagspodcast. Now, go out there and live your most authentic lives. Seize the day.